And now, step right up to the next century in space. Sharpen up your spirit of adventure because we've arrived at the Century 21 Exposition, crowded with the unbelievable worlds man is going to conquer, the most exciting glimpse of the future Americans have ever had. And there's more to come. Welcome to the Synthon Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coyte, coming to you from a leaking sonic shed, and my co-presenter Clive Walpole is on the line across town from his bijou atelier. Uh, hello there, Peter, from the uh, from my um, stalagmite spoon synth cave. We've got a pop-tastic electronic choice for you tonight, starting off with Century 21 by Atilio Mineo. Yeah, this from the Man in Space that album, 1960s, and it was relaunched in 2017. The album, but um, it's from the Winter Space Event in Seattle. In Space Event. So it touched an odd little sound and uh, tune. It was sort of. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not sure he's taking the whole thing seriously, is he? I don't think he does quite. <laughs> I think they are quite humorous. So he does like doing the sort of um, whack, whack, whack noises yeah. and things like that. But Just, um, yeah, I think that's what everybody did when they first got synths and played think. around. And made I made silly noises with them for a long time. Still do really. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point, isn't it? That's right. the point of them. Yeah, noise machines. Let's get serious now with a, a track by French electronic producer Jean-Jacques Perry and uh, a collaboration did with Luke Vibert. That's right, yeah, yeah. I think this is, I did a, I had a remix version as well, this one. I think uh, Jackson and his computer band and Plastician. I think they did a bit, yeah, this is uh, 2007. Uh, yeah, yeah, really nice. I sound. So it's you moog me. You 
You move me, yeah. By Jean-Jacques Perry and Luke Viber. Yeah. Synth like might be these the on deer line in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. You thinking that, that? That sound, yeah, it does sound a bit like that. I was wondering whether it might even be a Vox Continental organ. Right. Because it's got that sort of. I, quite, I do like the sound of the Vox Continental. Mm. You know, the red ones with the black and white keys reversed. Yeah. They were yeah. quite cool. Yeah, and they've got a very sort of 60s sort of organy sound. To mm. But it could have been actually if you saying that because you did you played the ondulin so it yeah. could have been ondulin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, if I was collaborating with him, I would have mm. asked him to get it out. Absolutely. So, so next we have a track by Plone. Yeah, this is Top and Low Rent. This is from 1999, but I think they were formed in 94. Mm. By two guys, uh, Mark Cancellera and Mike Johnson. And they used a lot of old analog gear. I think that all they had when they started was a lot, but it, it formed that sort of sound as well. It's probably at a time then as well when you could pick up analog gear really cheap because people were going for all the digital stuff and you know, all the yeah. um, digital synths were coming out and nobody wanted analog. No. Um, but um, yeah, I like Plum. It's quite a unique sound. Yeah, I like the name of the album as well. It's an unusual sort of sound. I like quirky sort of titles for beginner piano. <laughs> That's what we all are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is playing top no rent. Yeah. <laughs>
that sort of like it soundtracky, slightly John Barryish feel, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was going to say something like a detective thing from the seventies or something like that. I like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got very much that sort of vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably the sort of vintage gear lends itself to that as well. All, all the old sort of school people love digital because it's so. Light's yeah. convenient, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, Vince Clark used to drag that um, CS80. I mean, it's probably one of the heaviest synths ever made, if you think, with the mm. CS80. Mm-hmm. And apparently, had, when they did the first Top of the Pops, he had to drag it up from Basildon on the, on the C2C, you know? To <laughs> <laughs> so next we've got a track by Mel Wesson. The, uh... Yeah. We've played some Mel Wesson before. Yeah. Uh, this is from, our, I don't know if it was from the same album, this is Arpeggios and um, 911 Mixed Feelings. He's a, he's a well-known um, well, film, TV, video game composer, uh, ambient music. He's worked with some big names, isn't he, like uh, Hans Zimmer and yeah, uh, yeah. Harry Gregson Williams and all that, doing, yeah. doing sound design and synthesizer. Yeah, a lot of big films he's worked on. Mm. Um, but uh, it's got, it really has got a signature sort of sound as well. And uh, I do really like Mel Wesson's stuff, uh, just as, as a composer, his own work. Well, this is called Mixed Feelings from the album yes. Arpeggios. <laughs> John Carpenter-ish feel to that as well, isn't it? Like, it did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that sort of sound, but it's, yeah, lovely uh, sort of um, well, arpeggios. Mm. It's very nice. 
Well, that arpeggio made me think about this piece of music I wrote for um, a William Blake project I did a few years back called Blake Circus. And uh, I was writing music to William Blake's poetry and worked with this fantastic singer, Jemima Matthews, and a brilliant multi-instrumentalist, percussionist, Tim Lane. Um, we used the, uh, the poem The Angel for this one piece. And it was the performers, Gavin Marshall, Sarah Jean Cousins, Alex Riggan, John Hicks. So we did a showcase in 2018 um, at No Fit States, Big Top. Um, it was That was a year of celebrating Philip Astley, who, who founded modern, the Modern Circus in London back in uh, 1768. So he was a contemporary of, of William Blake. So we put those two characters together. They actually did meet in London. So the whole thing was taking William Blake's poetry and imagery and imagining it as a metaphysical circus mm-hmm. performance. <laughs> And that I was 
nice tongue drum on that as well, the, the tin yeah, plate. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. And the, I love arpeggios anyway. You sort of explore mm. with them, can't you, as well, when you're playing the arpeggios. like that. Mm. And lovely voice as well. Yeah, fantastic. Very nice. So we have, we have a track from the Analog Mechanic next as well. Yes, it's sort of on a classical theme, really. So this is a bit of an exploration I was doing with some different sounds to do with dreams, and I think dreams are fascinating things anyway. I'll name this after uh, a line out of my, my favourite um, Shakespearean place, um, The Tempest, mm-hmm. as we are such stuff as dreams are made of, uh, and our little life is rounded in sleep. Uh, I like that line. But, yeah. um, so this is a kind of ambient West Coast, uh, it's all thrown in with the Sort of mixture of soft synths and hardware synths. So, Arturius S80 has got the um, Moog Fatty and Alchemy, which I was tend to use. Oh, yeah, your favourite. Mm, <laughs> lovely synth. Okay, so we are such stuff as James are made of.
glass filter. Yeah, that's nice and a bit, bit of ring mod on there as well. Why do, why do people leave off high-pass filters on synths all the time? I don't know. Um, I mean, What's the problem? Um, actually, Moogs are fairly lucky in them quite often. Uh, you've got a high-pass on the mothers. And profits. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's not it's not resonant high pass, it's just a sort of bass. No, no, no. You have a resonant uh, high pass. And the Odyssey's got a, a high pass, but it's not um not a voltage controlled, it's just a fixed sort of filter, so you just just use it to filter. Not a lot of use really. Oh, I, I don't, know. don't know why they put it on there. It just takes the bass out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's not really it's just really acting like a fairly weak tone control on the Odyssey. It's not really but yeah. I don't know. There you go. So, straight face, we have... <laughs> oh, so childish. We have Dick Hyman next. With the yes. track, Total Bells and Tony. Yes, yeah, Total Bells and Tony, yeah. Yeah, the electric... Well, see, I shouldn't pick this album, should I? The, the electric eclectic Dick Hyman. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's just a, a sort of interesting experimental as a jazz pianist and composer, and it's all, it's all mixed in there, really. It's just an unusual album, really. It's a sort of a very unique sort of album. Um, a very long career as well. I mean, this is Dick Hyman with Total Bells and Tony. Using there, quite sort of jazzy. You can see the jazz influence in in that, couldn't you? Mm. With the little little runs on the solo runs and things like that. Very jazzy sound. Yes. Yeah, with um, kind of, I don't know what you call the sort of other bits. Well, sound effect bits. Sound effecty, yeah. But uh, yeah, nice. It's a bit like a band would do a noodling intro to a piece. 
Yeah, of. yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, could have been a, even a, sort of a radiophonic workshop sort of thing mm. to go along with a program. Like that. Next, we have a track from Ben, who's Ben Edwards. He's been working with John Fox recently, isn't he? With the the Maths, he made the last album. Yeah. But he released an album on last week, and I bought it on the Bandcamp Friday. And they don't take any of their commission. Yeah, it's good that they're doing it, isn't it? Yeah, good really good. And it's apparently yeah. it's increased sales generally. Very supportive to bands and artists at the moment. Yeah, this track is this album is all done on the Bookler 200, and this track's called Moon More. And the album's called Devil's Leap. Mm.
nice. Yeah, interesting. Well, the Bookalook sells in the sort of plucky sounds. Very much it? so. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a favourite or sort of a famous sound that people always sort of set up on the Bookalook, which is the uh, Bookalook bongos. Yeah. Yeah, which everybody uh, a little go. I've been uh, did it with the with the uh, O-Coast, actually, no coast with the bungalow, bungalow bongo. <laughs> that that bungalow two hundred series looks serious. It's not like uh, the easel. It's just a big, oh no no, a wall, it's, um, it? it's a it's a big uh, it's the same system that um, uh, Morton Subutnik used for yeah. see what happens on the moon. So our next section, we're going on to a pop tastic electronic journey. Starting off with a um, battery operated orchestra track, which they just released their new album yesterday, tomorrow, and you. And they're, they're quite sort of, you know, breath of fresh air in the sort of, yeah. in the pop sort of genre. Yeah, I've, I've just, I've just started sort of listening to their stuff actually. I do like, I like them. They're brilliant, brilliant names, so I like that battery operated orchestra. On their interview with uh, Nick Bat on the Sonic State, they, they said they, they, the original idea was to get a group of people together with battery operated synths oh yeah but they, they ended up just being them two <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and they just carried on got on so well just a small orchestra mm. Mm. and they plug in yep the, the track I chose it's not the single but uh, I really like the synth sound at the beginning a nice little vibe to it it's called uh, Mr System
great video to the new single, the Lady Megawatt, that has that sort of um, six eight shuffle. That's am- shuffle amazing beat. that video, isn't it? Yeah, they did it all themselves, I think, with the yeah yeah green screen, I think. Yeah, very yeah. well done. Very well done. Yeah, brilliant. So another homemade favourite of mine, Paddy Steer next, got the chap who makes all his own synths based on all the um, music from Outer Space website. I think it's influenced a lot of people like that. Um, Look Mum No Computer was uh, started off with, with the kits from, well, ideas and kits from them. Yeah, it's a great idea, yeah, actually having mm. a kit built systems. And... So I've chosen a track from his last album, Archipelagon, Woolen Fortune Viper.
five gigs suddenly. Listen to that. I think it's such it's a so fantastic yeah, lively and uh, very, truly a unique sound, though, isn't it? He plays it's everything live. He's yeah. got like teetering, fragile synths and playing the drums, singing. Oh, it's amazing. I've seen, <laughs> seen him performing on, on video and you think, wow, how's he doing all <laughs> that? And it's just coming out as a big mess, if you, you know. If you, He's the little know. iPhone 4 for MIDI sequencing as well on top of it all. Wow. It's amazing. You've got a lot of confidence to do that. Oh, he's a great musician, you know. He plays fantastic yeah. um, lap steel guitar as well. So I'm keeping on the pop tip with a track from Erasure. Erasure, yeah. yeah. So it's going to upset uh, our hardcore fans, you think? Well, I don't, shouldn't think so. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, he's a big big synth guy, uh, Vince Clark. He's, uh, my claim to fame is... Many years ago, when I was at college, I worked in uh, Marks and Spencers at Basildon. Yeah. And I uh, helped him find some socks one day. Oh, oh. So he probably remembers that to this day. Keeps his little tinty feet, feet warm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I love this one. It's a sort of a uh, get up and go sort of sound. I think it's a CSA tune. It'd be boring about technical gear. But Could be anything. <laughs> if you've seen his studio, He's, lived, he's um, gone from Basildon to Brooklyn now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got incredible A cellar full of you. synths. Yeah, yeah. Big um, Art 2600. This is Erasure. I'm so in love with you. I try to discover A little something to make me sweeter Why you make me work so hard That you keep me 
sort of amount of melancholy for a pop song, isn't it? As well? It has, yeah. It should give a, a, a heads up to uh, Andy Bell there on the vocals. Oh yeah, Don't lovely Andy vocals. Bell. Yeah, but, yeah, really nice. A little nod to um, ABBA in the middle eight there. Yeah, yeah. They did a they did an ABBA cover, I think. So we keep them with the um, pop world with a track by a fairly well known beat combo called the Beatles. Yeah, one of my favourite bands, the Beatles. Uh, followed them for many years. Uh, included this one because uh, not traditionally a synth band, but this was oh. um, on the first. Um, well, if not the first, one of the earliest popular pieces of music with a synth in it. And this was a, a modular uh, 3C. And it was programmed by Mike Vickers from Man From Man. George Harrison, I think, played it. Right. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting sort of introduction to a lot of people, I think, to hear a synth on a popular piece of music. Well, George Martin has been involved with a few of the early synth pieces we've played, hasn't there? He, he has, yeah, yeah, and he, he did actually introduce them to the Beatles to a lot of um, new forms of music as well. I mean, I know they got interested in Radiophonic Workshop stuff yeah. for the White Album. They included lots of that kind of Stockhausen manipulation, yeah. Stockhausen as well. Yeah, bit of the synth here at the start. Where they were trying to program a, a, a module called an envelope shaper, which gives you the, the actual shape of the sound, the decay the sound. They plugged it into the wrong hole and it actually made the uh, PCO um, track the envelope shapers and they thought well that sounds nice and kept it in. So the bit where it goes at the beginning okay. should have been Ooh. And there's a little <laughs> lot more synth towards the end as well. Yes and, and it comes in towards the end a lot more synth yes. So there's a cutting edge band you might not have heard of The Beatles and Here Comes the Sun
listen to that in a completely different way at that time. I just uh, heard all the synths for the first time. Yeah, there is a bit. The synth in the beginning, but it's in the background. Yeah, there's a lot in there. It's all in the left, t- panned left. Yeah. It's yeah. not in there. It's all through yeah. it, really. Yeah. Main melody. I mean, you listen to the guitar, but it's the synth is in the background. Yeah, he's got acoustic over the top, but there is synth running in the background. Mm. And uh, I'm proud to say I actually saw the Beatles play at the Hammersmith Odeon. Yeah? In 1963. Wow. On Synthtopia website, um, there's a great cover version of Jan Hammer's Crockett theme from Miami Vice by Cosmusic. And I thought, oh, I've listened to that. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it's it's a great tune. It's slightly influenced by um, Angelis, the sort of uh, yeah, the general vibe. But um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great tune. So I thought I'd uh, play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best reason to play it. Well, actually, yeah. it's a great tune. But yeah, I, 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 I thought that was handy really good as well. Yeah, roll up your sleeves, roll up your jacket sleeves.
Anyway, I thought that was really nice. Yeah, it was nice, that. Yes. Thanks for listening tonight. We had a good uh, contrast with the ultra commercial and the underground. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, interesting to see in synths in all their forms. Mm. Mm. Bye. Bye.